This is Professor Pete Alexander with the Winning a Business in Life podcast, where business leaders share their insights. It is six questions in seven minutes, because successful business leaders are busy and rarely have more time to spare. So let's get to it. Question number one, in a few sentences, please tell me who you are and what you do. I am Jean-Yves Laguillet from France. I can qualify myself as a China expert, as well as an entrepreneur. After living uh, 10 years about in China, working as an executive on an international uh, French company, I have co-founded my uh, own business two years ago, just before the pandemic, helping uh, small and middle-sized uh, companies to be visible and sell in the Chinese uh, market. I'm able to bridge Western and Chinese culture and business modes. Myself, I'm located now in Paris, in France, but I have a Chinese team and my team is located in China. So we can be the ears and the eyes of, the, of our customers in China. The Chinese market is very special, not just the culture, but the whole environment is unique. So it's very important to be uh, there in order to understand uh, the market for customers. China is a digital country. To be visible, you must be visible on the Chinese social media, WeChat uh, in particular, because if you are not visible there, you do not exist in China. So in particular, we help our customers uh, with many Western companies to be visible on the Chinese social uh, media because all is different in China. You cannot copy your Western market uh, strategy. And so we help our customers to do it. Well, Jean-Yves, it is a pleasure to have you on the show. I'm looking forward to learning more from you. Question number two, what is something that makes you smile and or laugh about working in your industry? I would say that I'm uh, smiling and laughing uh, every day. Uh, even with your question, uh, because uh, I found it a funny question, especially for marketing uh, activities, because in marketing, uh, you, are, you find funny things uh, every day, and uh, you must uh, keep young to do a marketing job. And even more, I would say, in uh, China, because uh, China is a very fast uh, economy, fast-changing behaviors of consumers. It's as well a quite innovative uh, country. And in order to attract customers, but you need to be very uh, creative and uh, you must keep young, in fact, to, uh, to be able to deal with the China market. And um, when I keep young, I, I keep smiling uh, every day. And uh, every day is another day and every day is, uh, is, is fun. Especially, uh, I would say you, know, you must attract the Gen Z in uh, China because it's a main growth engine uh, in, in China. And uh, you need to, uh, to have content, to uh, make content, to attract uh, customers on this market segment. And then uh, you, you have uh, adapt uh, funny content, uh, um, including some games, uh, even some, some time. Gaming is an important uh, topic in uh, marketing uh, in, in China. Mm -hmm. So I keep uh, smiling and have fun every day. Well, I, I like that, and I completely agree. Uh, in my experience teaching Gen Z and and uh, students that were much younger than me, I, I always 
brought games into the programs. And that was something that they really enjoyed because uh, they don't respond to just lectures, let's say. So uh, I'm glad that you're doing that as well. And it, it obviously has a, uh, has a positive impact. Question number three, I have a fictitious book with all the answers for business. What chapter would you think most companies should read? I don't know if it's in your book, but uh, I, I will say that the most important chapter from my point of view is how to grow out of the box, uh, especially uh, when you are dealing with a country like uh, China, where you must be innovative, uh, where you need to be agile, adapt uh, to the day-to-day -day market. Uh, you need to be uh, quite innovative and uh, adapt to the new requirements. For example, you cannot copy uh, your Western uh, strategy, uh, your Western uh, marketing. So it's very important uh, to, uh, to, to be out of the, uh, the box, uh, to, be, to be creative, as well yourself to, uh, to go out of your comfort zone, uh, to, to, go, to grow, uh, in order to be able to, uh, to find uh, creative uh, and uh, new ways to uh, attract your, your targets. So mm -hmm. it's very, I, I found this is an important chapter of a business book. I would agree 100% with you, and I would look forward to reading that chapter. Question number four, other than the generic work harder, have a great attitude, and care for customers, what advice or insight would you give to other business leaders? Currently, I'm dealing a lot about building strategies, uh, strategies and uh, execution. So many people think that uh, leadership is mainly about uh, strategy, but it is not correct from uh, my point of view, because uh, execution of strategy is mainly a question uh, about people. And uh, for me, that's the most important uh, topic that I want to share with uh, other leaders, leadership uh, about people, because you can fail in a business because of poor execution, even with the best strategy. And most of the time, execution is a question of uh, people management, people uh, skills, uh, People empowerment. Mm -hmm. so then business leaders need to have a strong uh, leadership about people. It's, it's about people motivation. It's about people uh, empowerment. About how you can get good execution through your team. An authentic leader, from my point of view, is the one to be able to empower his employees, his mm -hmm. team, and bring the best out of uh, their potential. So leading people, of course, is, is, is challenging, especially when you are in an international context. It's a bit more difficult than in your own country. But I would say, from my experience, it's also uh, the most rewarding experience that you can have in your career or uh, in your business uh, venture. Because the best is when you are successful to go uh, as others. Maybe I've got this uh, strong uh, awareness uh, about uh, leadership uh, to, to, uh, to empower people from my Chinese uh, past uh, experience when I was working for a big international company. I would say maybe for, for, for tourism. Uh, when, I when I was an uh, expatriate uh, at that time, uh, and as you know, an expatriate is not there forever. They are just for some period of time. Uh, and it's very important but to prepare uh, your living, in fact, when you uh, arrive in another country. 
and you have to grow uh, your team. You have to find your replacement and uh, and grow him or grow her. So uh, this is the first reason. Okay. As well as that time, uh, I was working for a very growing uh, company uh, in China. And so grow a company means uh, growing the team, find new managers, uh, grow managers. And so I have to uh, give larger responsibilities uh, to, the, to the team in order to be able to take higher position in the organization and to empower them. And so at that time, I remember I give them a higher position every two years, in fact. Uh, maybe at the beginning, it was not so, so easy because they were not ready, but by doing, uh, doing the new things, they grow. Uh, I trust them and uh, so I empower them. And then uh, they have been able to, uh, to, uh, to take the job and uh, to, uh, to do everything according to uh, expectation. It was uh, quite successful. So I think it's because of this experience. That I'm, uh, thinking that uh, empower people, uh, leadership about people is a reason for me the most important and uh, leaders should pay attention uh, to this because you can uh, have the best uh, strategy, but you can fail uh, when you implement your strategy just because of poor execution. And I have many examples uh, around me uh, about this. So this experience has really convinced me uh, about the importance of people leading empowerment to succeed in strategy and execution. So maybe now in my role, is a, I would say it's a bit different. Uh, it's my own company, uh, but execution is still uh, very important for my customers uh, because they trust us uh, to implement their strategy in China. And uh, I empower the Chinese team to, uh, to do it. To, to be successful, because the Chinese team, uh, I was, as I was saying at the beginning, uh, is the uh, ears and the eyes of our customers on the market. They are the right people to adapt the strategy according to the needs of the Chinese market. And so I have to trust them, I have to empower them, and it's a way to, to be successful. Mm -hmm. And I, I agree 100% with you um, talking about the trust factor, because when you empower your people to, to make some decisions and take risks, and they, they realize that they won't be fired because they're, they've been empowered, that gains or creates a lot of trust in the organization. So I commend you for that, because it's, it's a great learning that, uh, that, that, that leaders can can learn, but but not only learn, but also implement themselves as you have done. So congratulations on that. Yes, trust is really a must to, uh, to implement a business strategy. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. A trust of the team or trust of the, the people working with you or your coworkers or your, your peers. Yes. Absolutely, it's all part of that execution. Question number five, what other business leader like yourself would you like to acknowledge and invite to be on my podcast? Uh, maybe you will not accept, but I, anyway, I can uh, propose. I will propose my co-founder, in fact. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Co-founder is a Chinese businesswoman. So I don't know if you have many Chinese uh, people in your in your show, in your podcast. She's a native Chinese living in China, so I was thinking that maybe it could be interesting, interesting to uh, to have her on the show in the future. Sure, I'd be happy to reach because out to I her. Be, I believe it, 
for sure it will be different insights because she's Chinese and has a different uh, background, different experience. Yeah, that would be interesting. So thank you for that referral. And our final question, question number six, please tell me about your first job. Well, about my first job, it depends on when, depends if it's uh, before I was, uh, I have my first real job or if it is my uh, first job when I was a child. So uh, I would say when I was a child, as many uh, children, I uh, was helping my parents uh, at that time. And I, uh, I, have do, I was doing gardening, right? a lot of gardening at that time, even when I was uh, 10 years old, helping uh, grow some, uh, some vegetables, for instance. And uh, so this is my first real job, in fact, manual, manual, manual job. And uh, my first job in my career was as a, an engineer, in fact, uh, in the French company uh, as well. I was uh, bringing support to different teams in, in the company, different projects. And I found it was a quite already interesting because it was a quite broad scope. And uh, not only in France, uh, it was as well in UK. And uh, I like it as this first experience because it was quite uh, diverse. And uh, I need to be open mind. And maybe uh, thanks to this first experience, I always have an international uh, career after it. And always wanted to learn new things, to be, uh, to be quite open to different things. So this is uh, probably. Uh, how uh, my uh, my path has been built over the years. That's great. I love the story there. So thank you for sharing that. And Sean, thank you so much for being on the show. How can people find you? Uh, people can find me on LinkedIn. I'm quite uh, visible on uh, LinkedIn myself or through my company, Emotion Digital. Uh, you can find me, yes, uh, on LinkedIn. You can find me as well uh, on our other social network. We just opened, in fact, uh, our first, uh, um, yeah, two, two, two new social networks on Pinterest. This hmm. uh, was uh, three months ago. And we, uh, we are uh, now on Instagram, in fact, from today. Well, I just knew. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations. Many, yes, just today. <laughs> I was intending to say it or not to say it because it's already new. <laughs> but but where you are, you can find me is on uh, LinkedIn, where I'm uh, most uh, active. Perfect. This is Professor Pete Alexander. You can contact me as well by email. Oh, okay. Give, you will, you will give Perfect. my email on the various. Uh, they, they could reach out to you on, the, on LinkedIn directly from that. So. Okay. All right. Well, this is Professor Pete Alexander with the Winning a Business Life podcast. Get hundreds of amazing business insights from previous guest episodes on your favorite podcast app. Thanks for listening. I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. 
they were able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 